Yes, yes, yes. I got Grandmaster Cat in the house. Malcolm Riddle. What's up? What's up? So, here we are. Another road trip, right? Yeah, we're literally on the road. On right the now. road. This is uh, probably highly illegal, but we are podcasting behind the wheel. And, uh, you know. Is it illegal? Probably. No, you know, it's distracted driving. Uh-huh. But I'm, I got my eyes on the road. You got your hand on the steering wheel, right? Yes. Mm-mm. So we're coming back, people, and uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of American Riddle. And that's right, is the Grandmaster Cats, a.k.a. Andy Cats, a.k.a. What is it? Andrew Cats? Yeah. A.k.a. the Cashew Kid? That's a new one. That's a new <laughs> one. No, we're just coming back. We just did had a road trip up to New York today, a kind of a impromptu, I guess, road trip, right? Yeah, I'm sure some people are uh, aware that there was... Uh, there was some uh, terrible graffiti defaced uh, sprayed at uh, Adam Yauk Park and in the Cobble Hill section of Brooklyn. And, um, you know, the, the, the troops got rallied. We ended up, um, you know, saying we really need to be up there. Uh, and so Ad Rock and some uh, elected officials put the word out yesterday that there would be some kind of a presentation and uh, some kind of a, a remarks made at the park that had already been cleaned up by the time we arrived. And we knew we knew that it had been, but we just felt like it was the right thing to do to, to drive up and, and to be a part of of uh, the healing. Yeah, and um, if there is any new jacks out there that don't know who we're talking about, why don't you just give a quick rundown on who this park is named after? Well, it used to be called Palmetto Park, but in 2013... After uh, Adam Yauch from the Beastie Boys passed away in MCA 2012, they uh, the, the, the neighborhood agreed to uh, rename the park and dedicate it Adam Yauch Park, and it's been that since May, I think it was May 3rd, 2013. And I'm I was really fortunate to be there for the day that it was dedicated. So I felt that you know, when when the defacement happened and the news got out that there was some uh, negativity going on up there. Uh, several of us just felt obligated to be to be there and to make sure that that kind of hate speech is uh, is not welcome. And uh, you know, the, the borough of Brooklyn did a good job also. But it was you know just to go back to your question, this was a a park named after a Brooklynite named Adam Yauch, MCA from the Beastie Boys, and uh, I think it's a really great tribute to have a, a children's park named after you, especially in a neighborhood where. Adam Yauch lived as a boy, and I think his parents still live close by. And uh, they were there at the dedication in 2013. Um, and hopefully they know about the turnout today, because it was very special. It was moving, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, it was very touching. I mean, the fact that, uh, you know, when you gave me the heads up that you were driving up, I knew, I knew, I pretty much knew that second that I was going to make it happen. Um, too often... Too often when we see stuff like this, you know, we're in the comforts of our home, you know, watching it on a big screen TV, television, uh, and, you know, it's easy just to watch from afar and let other people demonstrate, let other people protest, let other people rally. But at some point, I think that, um, you know, when you're touched and when you're moved, I think you need to do something about it and show up. Sure. I mean, it would have been really easy to just say... It's, too, it's kind of far. It's a Sunday. It's not a, it's not a you know, uh, 
uh, a weekend night. It's a, it's a, you know, we all have work tomorrow, and um, it'd have been easy to. And it's kind of cold today. <laughs> After it being really nice and warm yesterday, it got very cold today and blustery, and yet um, it was very important to be there. And and uh, there were people that I know that do live too far away and really wish they could have been there. So I felt even more obligated to step up and and uh, and sort of um, represent a larger contingency of of not only Beastie Boys fans, but hip-hop fans, and obviously fans of Brooklyn, and people who uh, believe in in uh, treating each other the right way. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's not something, you know, we, did, we didn't go there, at least I, I know, I can speak for both of us, we didn't go there with the intention of doing anything outside of supporting the community and other communities uh, at large, because everyone is affected by things of this nature whenever whenever someone injects hate onto a community no matter what community it is i don't care what race what religion uh, what your background is your sexuality it affects us all and that's that's what motivated me you know because uh, especially coming off this well not just coming off the election but but and on both sides um it just coming just throughout the whole election season there's been uh this uh, this 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 constant tug of war and this you know this this anger that's been in the air and I'm you know I don't exclude anyone you know no one is free of guilt no one is free of sin when it comes to that so this you know it I found this to be an opportunity for us all to come together and learn and grow oh, even the people yeah. that, that that did the graffiti that defaced the the playground hopefully they're watching and and they will learn and grow from this and evolve as well you know it's easy to point the finger and say oh it's you know it's this side it's that side but what are we going to do together and that was that was my uh my platform and my reasoning uh you know to to make time to to take this trip you know and i was i was i was very moved by it very touched i was too i feel like it's just a uh the fact that it's a children's playground, it seems like this real innocent kind of place, and it's in the middle of a city, and it's, uh, but it's in a really diverse, incredible city, and I loved how something so ignorant really just managed to bring people closer together. It was really nice. I mean, there was a lot of people there. It was it was very close quarters. A lot of families. A lot of families. A lot of kids, um, and. A lot of signs that were, uh, you know, anti-hate, and um, and I just think that it did my heart a lot of good to see how something negative can can really be a force for something so positive, bringing yeah. people together. And uh, I, it was it was interesting that the people that spoke there were uh, there was a senator uh, Senator Daniel Squadron, and then there was a couple of other elected officials, but they also had a rabbi and a couple of imams. Uh, speaking and I thought it was a really nice cross-section of community members and people speaking from different faiths as well because it really underscored the idea that we're all affected by this but we're also shoulder to shoulder in support of of, of denouncing it yeah no I I, I agree with you I, yeah it was uh it was very moving just just being in in the company of 
you know, especially us. I mean, we took a trip up, you know, from Washington, D.C., Maryland, to drive up and participate and be a part of that community. Because, like I said, I mean, it's – think about it. I mean, it, it, this affects every community, whether they you like it or not. It doesn't matter what side you're on, Democrat, Republic, um, uh, or Republican. Um, it doesn't matter what side you're on. It affects everyone. Yeah, it was really like – I mean, it is a melting pot. The, the whole borough of Brooklyn is kind of this, known to be this melting pot in the same way sort of Washington, D.C. is as well, where there's so many languages spoken and so yeah. many uh, different backgrounds. And uh, it was really special that people came out on a cold day. And I had to come, man. I mean, the way I, was, the way I was looking at it, too, you know, I mean, and we talked about this coming up. I mean, think about everything that... that, that, that this group has given us even with their own evolution the way they started and uh, evolved absolutely right that's so i'm glad you pointed that out because you know uh, uh, i've seen a couple of posts uh jim shearer who's a big beastie boys fan and he's also a, a like a i guess an online personality and uh he's done he was he worked for vh1 he had a he he brought that up in one of his posts he said something along the lines of you know here we are you know, we're, we're all upset about what happened to the Adam Yauch Park. But remember, the Beastie Boys themselves did go through an evolution. Their first album, you know, talked poorly about women and said they should be doing the dishes and doing the laundry. And then the next album, obviously, they had grown up and they made some decisions to, to be much more empowering to women. And I think it's, it's important to realize that whoever wrote, whoever wrote the graffiti... Obviously, they were ignorant, but you know, let's let's maybe they're going through their own evolution, and maybe this gathering today shed some light on their own growth, and maybe they're going to come away thinking, "Oh my gosh, like I had no idea what I did, and how how this can affect so many people." Yeah, I mean, you definitely, I think people can can learn from it, and you know, the person's responsible. You know, yeah, you're right; they may be. And we just have to have that open mind, you know. Right. We have to be forgiving. We have to, uh, uh, sh- you know, show empathy towards them and, and, and uh, you know, help them along, you know, because, yeah, they may be a cry for help, you know, or, uh, or not. We, we just don't know at this point, but, we're, you know, we're going we're gonna to stay on message and stay on point, which is, you know, come together, be together, and grow together, right? No, no question. And I think that... You know, this idea that uh, you know, when somebody does something hateful or even, let's say, that just ignorant, they don't even necessarily know. I don't want to speculate who did this. But the reaction is, you know, not in our, not in our city, you know, not yeah. in our park, not in our country. Like, let's not, let's not stoop to this level. It wasn't that we wanted to find out who did it immediately. We, wanted, we cleaned it up and we reacted with a show of love and, and compassion. And I think that was... That was really heartwarming to yeah. see and to feel, to be there for all of that. Yeah, I thought it was also equally as moving to see uh, Ad Rock, DJ Hurricane. I saw Dante Ross in the crowd. I saw um, Money Mark, Mark Nishida, from, uh, also a member of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, Ben Stiller was in the house. Yeah, Ben Stiller, wow. Right? Yeah, that was a, it was a you know, surprising 
turnout. There was obviously a lot of uh, people that lived in the area, and there were people like us that came from kind of far away to, to, to show our support. But yeah, when you see some of these celebrities, you realize hey, this is this is a, this is important. They, they didn't need to show up, and it's a pain probably to be a celebrity and show up for something where there's no there's no real security and there's no uh, green room. Um, yeah, you're out there. You're out there with the masses, the people. Absolutely, sure. You know? Yeah, but that says a lot. I, you know? I agree. Yeah, that says that, that, that says a lot that, that people took time, you know, out of their day, and uh, you know, when you when you look at the quote unquote celebrities or the stars, and and a lot of times, yes, many of them are are surrounded by big entourages, but these people came with their their children. These people came with their families, their wives. You know, well, one of the elected officials said something to that effect as well. Like, this is really important for kids to see how you can come 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 at this kind of negativity and, and combat it and come at it from a place because uh, you know a lot of these kids they've never had to stand up for what they believe in, and but now all of a sudden we're faced with the, unfortunately there might be a lot of times where they're going to have to stand up for what they believe in. Yeah, and uh, so it was it was great to see kids there observing their their own parents and adults um, showing solidarity and showing their voice letting their their voices be heard and and uh, for something that's really positive you know we have to stick together so what's your takeaway I mean what what, what, what did you uh, what were some highlights some key moments for you of course what we just outlined but just I don't know what, what, what was some of the stuff that was going on in your mind like me I was I was caught up in the moment the unity of it all and then afterwards you know after everyone you know gave the gave the speeches and all everything was done and then the people were just they were overjoyed right there was a lot of smiles oh yeah a lot of pictures being taken right it, it felt much more like a celebration yeah we got is, to mingle and yeah. we got to shake hands and show love and right? it did you know i would i would have thought ahead of time like is this going to be appropriate to you know have people take selfies with celebrities and that sort of thing did you see how many selfies ad rock took with the children yeah and every time he he very patiently said of course and he was very animated too with them yeah he was joking around he'd get down to their level and yeah yeah he he really handled it really well and i know um that must be overwhelming because you he's quite literally surrounded by people and um people were being pretty patient with him too but at the same time if you're in the middle of just a bunch of people that, that's got to be kind of overwhelming at times and I thought he handled it really well and um, I think Hurricane sort of set the pick a few times like he was he's a big body so he was kind of you know if, he, if they were going to change direction or move one way he would just back up and, and, and push through but yeah, yeah I, was, I mean as far as takeaways I think one thing that should be mentioned that was I thought really special yeah was the national anthem uh, they we, we, we uh, Daniel Squadron asked us to to sing the national anthem together and sort of let us off and we all sung it together and I, I didn't know how that would go over and I thought it went over really well because it, you have to understand it was hard for people to hear there wasn't a really good PA system no they had a bullhorn it, it was a bullhorn and it was a mass of people and they were just in the middle of the mass and so to, to, to start singing the national anthem was, was special and and everybody, I thought everybody sounded pretty good, actually. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, you had the you had not only did you have a large crowd, uh, a bullhorn with like basically a tweeter, you know, projecting the sound, and then uh, on top of that, the 
uh, the noise of the cars passing by, the freeway, Rustling Brooklyn, the USA. It was very windy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had all that, but we all were able to come together and uh, and sing and and connect, right? It was great, and I, I, you know, I, I think that it was just long enough. It could have gone on and on and on, and and it didn't. And I think it was probably better when they stopped, and then people could really spend extra time talking and shaking hands. And it cleared out pretty quick. It got crowded really quickly, and then it cleared out really quick. But in the meantime, um, to just to just be in that space and to know that, um, you know, it's named after a Beastie Boy, and and that. He's from Jewish heritage, and that the Nazi symbol had been um, placed there. And we just made that look such, like a stupid thing. Like, how could this possibly have happened here? And um, there was no evidence of it when we were gone, and we just left like a really good feeling in our wake. I think it's just ignorance, man. You know, I've been talking about this with some some younger cats I work with. You know what I mean? It's just just it's there's just a lot of ignorance going on, and and the, the bad thing about any type of ignorant behavior, it's highly contagious. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing that I'm more concerned about than a Trump presidency. I'm more concerned about the platform that he ran on and the ignorance that's been spread, um, uh, you know, because of that. And and, and that's what we're seeing. That's, that, that's what we're seeing. I mean, recently, you know, I had to talk to these young cats at work about Kanye West and not to get off in a rant about him, I, yeah. I'm going to save that for another, another podcast. But Kanye West posted something recently. Yeah, you know, you heard about it. I did, huh? Yeah, but go ahead. About, about, about um, uh, you know, him su- supporting Trump, and if he would have voted, he would have voted for Trump. That he would have voted for Trump. But he I'm already vote. getting pissed off about yeah. it because. <laughs> yeah. You are you've already excluded yourself from the conversation because you didn't vote. Exactly. Therefore, shut the fuck up, right. Kanye West. Right, right. That's right. my message to him. Not that he listens to American Riddle podcast, he but might. The, the the my point is you a it's a slap in the face to everyone that came before you, and the fact is, no matter how wealthy you are, it isn't about you. This isn't about you. This is about the children and their children. And it's, That's not about, the point. it's not about money either. I no, mean, it, it's, not, it's not even about what side you fall on. Right. It's, it's exercising a, a right to vote so your opinion is counted and exercising that right whereas the people before you were raped, were beaten, were murdered, were lynched, were set ablaze. And this is smack in the face to, to anyone, anyone that came before you. So... Again, Kanye West. I mean, he needs to keep his mouth shut. You can't have that conversation. I mean, if he had, if he had cast a vote, he can say whatever he wants. I just think I agree. And, and with he you. still can say what he, he wants because can. he holds the mic and he knows the media is watching him. But it's it's it has a lot less meaning. Come on, man! And uh, anyone who follows him, right. anyone that shows respect for him, it's the blind leading the blind. You need to think because there are serious consequences at play. There are serious things that can happen when you're when you're being led by someone that ignorant. It's it's just it's a fundamental fact. If you if you get a chance and you live long enough, you'll understand what I'm saying one day. And believe me, like I said, I'm not going to get off into a rant about it, uh, uh, Grandmaster Cats. But uh, I'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, and I think that's a worthy topic. I, I, I and I know I've heard you talk about it before in the past. Um. 
but you know going back to today i think uh i think that's one of the best parts about driving up is realizing that we have the ability to have our opinions heard and we also uh can go out and protest or we can go out and rally and and rally in this case come together yeah this, this wasn't a protest this was this was standing together and uh and and for really, what's right, for oh, what's, what's yeah. right for humanity, not what's the, what's the what, what's the, the the left is saying, not what the right, not to, but we're we're, we're this is the human thing to do. Now it was interesting that some of the politicians that were talking were pointedly speaking to Trump and saying, "Look, yeah, it's going to be your duty as an elected, you know, as the president in January to denounce these kind of things because if you don't denounce it." Then you are okay with it on some level, and you know there, his name was attached to this. And yeah. Obviously, he didn't get over there and spray paint it himself, but there's something going on here. If you have somebody doing this offensive symbol well, and then putting the president's name underneath, well, you it. don't want it. What, what you don't want, what no one wants, are the 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 anti-Semitic or the swastikas or the. Uh, uh, you know the, the, this type of rhetoric to snowball. Right. You don't want it to turn from paint one day to someone getting beat or murdered the next. Right. And where that's contagious, we you don't want to see that. And that's what I think a lot of the local uh, politicians and families in the commu- in that community, but throughout the nation as well. Well, that's also one of my takeaways. I believe is that we sort of did the opposite. We gave. We gave positivity, you know, some contagion. You know, we, yeah. we, we're hopefully putting a lot of really good things out into the world in the next 24 hours. And uh, whether it's pictures that we share or music that we share or stories that we share when we go home, I think it's um, that's I felt really great afterwards. I thought, wow, this is this is really cathartic. And this meant something to the people who were there and I think it mean it should mean something to the people who weren't there that you know we're not going to stand for this nonsense and and better than that we're going to we're going to show up to uh, to denounce it you know wholly make sure that it's it doesn't come out again yeah no I agree, I agree. what's that noise what was that a phone call you got to take that no yeah and so that's right so you guys are listening to the American Riddle Podcast, and yes, yes, y'all, let me just say, if you're just tuning in, like this is a live show, if you're just tuning in, this is the only podcast, right, Cats? Yes, it's huh? true. I got to say that. I didn't say that at the top. I, I already know where you're you know, going with this. It is the only podcast that's been blessed by who? Rakim Allah. Oh. I was there when it happened. That's right. Rakim, the great Rakim. And, you know, that's what we did today. You know, not, not only are we we out rallying against hate, but also we're brought, we're, we come together. We've, we came together uh, through our love for hip-hop, the culture itself. You know, but, the, of course, this is bigger than, you know, what we celebrate. But it's also part of what we celebrate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Peace, love, unity, having fun. Well, we, I think we, you and I seem to have committed to um, using hip-hop as a platform. I mean, I'm yeah. not a hip-hop artist uh, in the in the performing sense, but I've, I've undoubtedly used hip-hop as a, uh, to, to, to bring 
friends together, to bring ideas together, and then I kind of echo it back out into the world and say, all right, I can draw this picture and I can meet this person and I'm going to share this story. And hip-hop is absolutely the sort of common denominator of all these experiences. I mean, I think I like to think we would have gone up if the park hadn't been named after Adam Yauch, but because it was, I mean, it was an imperative. Yeah. It was something that, uh, you know, it, it felt personal. And it felt like, you know, we've invested our time and our energy in, in, uh, in pointing out all that was good with that guy and, and, and what he did with his life. And um, it's, a good, it's a good model. And if you're looking for a, a good model of how to live and, and how to treat other people, um, it, it's interesting when you can look to a genre, a musical genre like hip-hop, to find such goodness. Because... You know, there's a lot that's been said about, um, but you know, uh, certain songs and certain lyrics um, going too far in one direction. But what I love about hip hop is it does seem to be—it's mostly celebratory, at least the, the, what I listen to—and and or conscious. You know, when you think about Public Enemy and you think about Chuck D and you think about um, using using their their arts to uh, to make a statement. I mean, I. I just I, I get very excited about that when I when I when I hear a song that makes me think, or maybe even changes the way I think about a certain yeah. topic. Yeah. Have you uh, you ever met Ad Rock before? I met Ad Rock. Um, I guess it's two or three times now. I I met him. Um, he did a after it was Hurricane. I think it was Hurricane Sandy yeah. uh, that had that had um, really devastated portions of New York. And uh, he and his wife and Say Adams got together and did something called Flood the Art Market. And they had an art show and sale in Chelsea. And I went to that, and he was there, and we met, we met him there. And uh, that was a really special night also because that was all about giving back to the community also. You know, they sold things really pretty inexpensively, and then all of the money went to, to uh, artists who were trying to... who, were, who had been... You know, negatively affected by the hurricane. Yeah. But that was a spectacular evening, and I've, I've kept up with some of the people I met that night. And then another time I met him after uh, Bridget Everett's show at Joe's, Joe's Pub in uh, Manhattan. Uh, we went and saw the Bridget Everett show, me and my buddy Matt. And um, after the show, um, Nicole Waters Minervino was there. She's part of the MCA Day crew. And uh, she went backstage and kind of walked out with him and we hung out and talked about some pop culture things on the stairs uh after the show so ad rock was there we were talking about um a little bit about music a little bit about uh the show breaking bad because i i don't think he had seen it and his brother had been asking him to see it and you know it's just funny what you remember but um you know he's he's a nice guy to have a chat with for sure and you know as far as his music, his music is some of my favorite of all time. So it's pretty surreal when you get a chance to spend some time in the same space. Yeah, no, I I, I was beside myself, no doubt. You know, just uh, being in the presence, but also being able to get a you know a conversation with him. Of course, uh, I didn't know what he was going to talk about. You know, when he was on the mic, but he did give Flint, Michigan, a uh, acknowledgement, right. a shout out, which I was touched by. Uh, you know, during his speech, and I did have an opportunity to uh, meet with him 
and shake his hand and thank him for that. Um, I'm really glad you got a chance to yeah, talk that to was, him. Yeah, that was dope. That was a, a, a highlight for me. And then, you know, of course, you know, when we got to mix it up, you know, outside for a minute, you know, he was out signing autographs. Oh, that was great. Huh? <laughs> that story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we walked up and he's got, I guess he had a pen exploded, right? Yeah, a yeah. He had one sharpie. of those silver Sharpies and it, 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 it leaked all over his hand. Poor guy. And he was like fumbling around trying to wipe it off. Yeah. Because he was taking a lot of pictures and putting his, his hands on people. And, uh, you know. I've got this little go bag that I carry around with me all the time. You know, my Adidas bag, camo in orange, you know. I should have an Adidas contract. Yeah. All the Adidas I have. Three stripes. Yeah, yeah. So I go in the zipper in the pouch, and what do I have in there, cats? Uh, wet wipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he looked, I was like, don't worry, I got it covered, right? And I pull out the, the wipes, and everyone looks at me, right? Yeah. And I was like, it's okay. You know, I have a son, right? And then he said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got a son, too. How old's your son? I go, uh, well, he's 15. <laughs> he goes, are you kidding me? Yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> I got a three-year-old. I have 12 more years of this? Yeah, he was, it was like, yeah, well, yes, you do. Oh, my God. It was great. It was a great moment. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> 15, yeah. I just think it's funny. His the look on his face was great. Like, oh my! Like, why do you have wet wipes yeah, for a fifteen-year-old? <laughs> well, I didn't want to just pull out wet wipes and say, "Oh yeah, I just carry wet wipes around with me because I'm OCD." I don't know that there's any there's any cool way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So I just I, I throw my son into the conversation, yeah. and that like uh, you know that, that helps a bit. But you know, I didn't expect him to come back. With how old? Yeah, because he wanted to bond. Yes, right? I think he Par- did. Parents. He was like, "Oh, you have a baby too." Yeah, yeah. Par- <laughs> no, my guy has a mustache. Yeah, now. yeah. You know what I mean? He's taller than me now. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's exploring ladies and and all sorts of stuff right now. So, uh, he's at that age. But uh, yeah, I thought that was that was a fun moment right there. Yeah, that was great. And you know, he he, I think he like, you could tell he's like a little bit of a, uh, not a scared rabbit, but he's like surrounded by everybody. So I think those yeah. moments of levity Definitely. make it a lot more fun. And I thought I thought he he thought it was kind of funny too. So. Yeah, and then uh, you know, uh, talking with Hurricane DJ Hurricane, finally got to get a picture with him. You know, because I oh missed you had up. missed him. After yeah, that? I didn't realize. Well, I didn't that. see him at the last MCA day. He wasn't at the last one. And um, two years ago, two yeah, two years ago, I I did get to you know meet and talk to him for a second, but I didn't get to have oh, a photo. That's good. I didn't realize that today was the first time we got a picture. Oh man, I remember oh, back good. in the day with the Raising Hell tour, Tougher Than Leather tour, Def Jam tour. I remember mm-hmm. just watching him up on stage with the old English eight hundred and the B Boy stance. You know what I mean? I was like, man, that's one thorough brother. That, you know, they had the, they had the, the hats. red leather hat. Oh, yeah. I used to just be, just be as a child, as a kid, growing up. I'd look at you know him, DMC, Run, JMJ, and I just you know. He looks good too. He um, he has the show. If, if everybody's seen it, hopefully everybody. Jay's seen hat. It. Jay's hat. You can see it on find it on YouTube. And he does it in his own house. There's like always a mystery guest that walks up the stairs. MCs usually rhyming, which is it's just it's really cool. It feels had, like you're there. He had Fife Dog on. Chuck D, and yeah. he's had Big Daddy Kane. They've all come through, and um, Positive I, K. I think he's got. He said, I asked him. I said, you know, do you have any in the can? Are they all? And he's like, I got so many. He goes, I gotta, I gotta put more of them out. 
So it sounds like we have some other things to look yeah, forward a, to. Yeah, uh, dope show. Check it out. It's on YouTube. And, and also, we just talked briefly about MCA Day. So anyone listening to, that doesn't know what MCA Day is, why don't you uh, give them a quick rundown on that? And, uh, and Mike Kearney, who was in the house tonight, too. Yeah, Mike Kearney, uh, obviously, he was one of the guys that immediately uh, yesterday, I think he went from uh, Boston to Brooklyn uh, yeah. yesterday by bus. And um, That's commitment. Oh yeah, uh, he's well. He's not only is he committed; he's made a real impact on, on how um, I think how we celebrate and how we deal with loss because he touches a lot of people's lives. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, I, you know, you don't know what to do when somebody somebody passes away who you know only through their music, um, and uh, he gave us all this kind of platform. Uh, and so, in 2012, when Yauk died, uh, Mike went to. Uh, Union Square. This was before I met him. Uh, it was only, I think, a couple weeks after he died. And he went with some chart paper and a boombox and he stood on the corner and played Beastie Boys songs and invited people to write down their thoughts and their ideas and to, and to play, stand there and listen to some music. And uh, word got around really fast and Ad Rock showed up for that, which must have been really powerful. And uh, uh, several months later, I met Mike in Brooklyn, uh, when we we both met Mike D the same at the same time, when he was in when he was planning for the first sort of official MCA day at Littlefield in Brooklyn. So ever since then, there's been there's been four um, other other MCA days, and um, two of them happened in May, and two of them happened in uh, August. And uh, it's just been a it's been a celebration, very bittersweet, but mostly sweet, you know. We're together because somebody passed away, but we are together to celebrate his life and through art and music and conversation. And it's been, you know, I've made some amazing friends through that experience. And um, the world just seems smaller and flatter when you start realizing, like, people all over the world know this music. And that they kind of descend on Brooklyn for these couple of days and they get a chance to meet um, and, of course, social media makes that possible, too. But it really just, you feel like you're part of a, uh, a bigger um, group of, of people that you, that like-minded people. People yeah. that, that like the same things and that appreciate the same things. And I agree. And want the world to be a better place. No, I agree. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it was great uh, seeing him today. I was just seeing, you know, the other uh, uh, people that donate their time to MCA Day. Um you guys all connecting and uh, you know share, sharing this day it's a uh, yeah it was very moving for me it was it was a very cool cool day cool experience yeah and I mean here we, we left uh, my house at 7 a.m. we were in Brooklyn by 10 so it's a three hour drive almost exactly three hours um, and you know we're heading home and we left Brooklyn at three so it was a quick hit and we had a nice lunch and everything but i just i'm so glad we, we made the time i mean it's not easy to just drop what you're doing on the weekend and, and go to new york but without planning it ahead first but uh i i love that we did i lo- I, I feel so so good that we did it i mean what do you got like i said before man i mean what the hell what what are we doing here like what, what's our purpose i mean we have to we have to show people that you know we're with them we're connected yeah especially people that have given us so much in arts and entertainment 
but also you know raising awareness uh, you know for social causes and and you know whether you're a Beastie Boy fan or not there are are, are lots of um, examples of, of them donating their time and 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 their celebrity to causes um, that better humanity well everybody who got on the, the uh, bullhorn today I was going to say the mic but the bullhorn um, you know they were all spitting out different ways to use your money and different organizations to give money to and they were all prepared you know they, they didn't get up there and just talk about nothing they got up there and they they said all right if you want to make the world a better place donate money here um, or, or go out and educate or uh, volunteer and and I think that you know that's not a political party that's just trying to make the world a better place yeah so I mean to answer your question about like you know what's our purpose I feel like part of part of my purpose today was to uh, to show up and to you know stand shoulder to shoulder and denounce all this awful hate speech but also it's to represent the larger community of people who couldn't go who do live like in California or another country and you know wish they could be here I mean three hours is not a long time and you know to drive three hours is not that big of a pain so I mean my friends uh, in North Carolina and California and and Utah like they and the UK they, they just they just hear about these things so it's important I'm glad we live near DC I'm glad we live near New York and if there's a chance we can represent a larger community I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do that yeah yeah I agree I agree a hundred percent I mean it is a uh, at some point it's your responsibility you know I mean I just I can't let moments like this just slip by and then you you kind of and, and there are a lot of people that can't make things for because of whatever obligations but sure. that's where we come in, in in the fold you know what I mean where we come into play we'll be there for you we'll be there um, uh, you know to to shoulder to shoulder hand in hand you know to uh, to walk the walk and talk the talk and then you know when we have an opportune time like this we can report back you know we can report back so you know it, it, it's and it's not anything we're looking for. Like, I'm not looking for a pat on the back or anything like that. It, no. it, it makes me, I think it makes me more connected to my community, even if I'm three or four hours away. Right. It doesn't matter. So Yeah, you're representing them. You're and also, the and also within the, the body of hip-hop, you know, the culture of hip-hop. I mean, everything that we love, everything that we talk about, everything that, that we celebrate, uh, that's, I think that's, that's important. I mean that's that's paramount, you know. I can't just I can't just you know I can't talk to my son about these things and I I don't back it up. Right. Yeah. yeah you, it, otherwise, it's just lip service. You know. Yeah. It's important to walk the walk part too. You know to make sure that you're. I, I do feel like I, I wish my family had been there with me. Today. Yeah, I thought about that a couple times. In some too. ways, um, you know, it was cold and it was uncomfortable, and they wouldn't have been able to see anything because, you know, my kids are short. Well, my daughter's not short anymore, but my son is. And so, um, but I think the bigger picture, I think it's important for kids to see that their voice matters too. And that was why I was so great that it was, and yeah. they could have done this at an auditorium or something. Of it just course. wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been as moving. No, you're out in the elements, you're out in the neighborhood, you're in the community, you're yeah, in the, the cars, city. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, the, the, the big takeaway is just that. 
it's organic. It's that organic experience. No, anything anything else is a bonus. Yeah, you get to meet Ad Rock, you get to meet Ben Stiller, Hurricane, all that stuff. Take a couple pictures, but that's not even expected. the The, the key moments for me was being in that group of people yeah. in the in the elements, just being cold, and and everything we had to do to get get here. Wake up at five in the morning. You know what I mean? Uh, me realizing that I forgot my coat. You know what I mean, and having to get one from you when we got right. to the uh, when I got to your house. I mean, it was that was all. You know what I mean? People coming together, mm-hmm. helping one another out. You know, being yeah, huddled and, together at the park. Yeah, everybody there was there for the right reason. It, I mean, it just felt like it was unspoken. Yeah. You know, we're all standing there looking at the center of the circle, and everybody was there to 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 be there for one another. I just, I really. I'm really glad we went, and I think um, it was quite perfect in a lot of ways. You know, I just thought uh, it was cathartic. It's what should happen if somebody is wronged, if somebody is feeling uh, like they've been treated poorly. It's it's incredible to know that there's this kind of communal support for uh, that combats hate speech. I think it's great. Yeah, no, it's. Uh... I'm still I'm still sucking it all up, absorbing it as we drive yeah. back to Maryland and Washington D.C., Northern Virginia. Um, yeah, I guess it should be mentioned also that one, one reason Hurricane was in town, and uh, I I didn't go up for this yesterday, but yesterday uh, Linden Boulevard in Queens um, was named after. Uh, Fife Dog, uh, so it says Malik Fife Dog Taylor on the sign, uh, right by where they shot yeah. the uh, Check the Rhyme video, and um, so I know Hurricane was there for that, and um, well, all the celebrities were everyone from Pete Rock to DJ Premier to um, uh, D Nice, uh, pretty much anyone in social media. You can find them on Twitter. You can find them on Instagram. We're all tweeting and posting. About uh, Fife Dog, Michael Rappaport, um, uh, you name it, the, na- the list goes on. A- anyone who really has a love for hip hop and a tribe called Quest and Fife Dog, you know, was showing a lot of love. It was a- another celebratory day. And even in-, in-, in lieu of the events that took place at the park, um, it still brought people together for a celebration. It wasn't all gloom and doom. Yeah, and it's a shame that, you know, people, a lot of the times that we're getting together, it's when people are have passed away. I mean, I think it's important to celebrate people while they're alive. And I think that's that's also part of what we, you and I do when we go to these shows. And we, oh, man. We take in these icons of hip-hop because you don't know how much longer they're going to do it. Um, even if they do live a lot longer. I mean, last week we saw Cool Keith. Yeah, we sure did. Right? Yep. And that was great, and it was in a you know a small club with a small crowd, and it couldn't it have been more fun. It, it was, was intimate. It was like being in someone's basement. Yes. You know, it was it was intimate. You may not know who Cool Keith is. Ultramagnetic MCs. That's right. You know, I mean, the Bronx is in the house. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's one of the best that ever did it. The best that ever held the mic. I mean, he's one of the one of the uh, you know icons from the uh, '80s, '90s, and present day. I mean, he's had a long career. Ego tripping. Yeah, but I would uh, Ultraman. Papa Large. Yeah, 
Um, he's a he, yeah. <laughs> the names go on and on. Yeah, A K. That's right. <laughs> the um, yeah, his music is 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 mainly I would say underground, right? Because he's, he's definitely not part of the 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 main quote unquote mainstream radio played MCs. No, and part of it, he had a lot of very suggestive lyrics, and and uh, um, he's also a bit of an oddball uh, in the way that he rhymes and. He's all over the place. We were talking about it a little bit on the way up. His he doesn't have one distinct style. He changes. No, he can be socially aware, and yeah. then he can be very explicit uh, content. Um, but it, he, I mean, it's just it's not. If you like, you know that uh, that, that 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 kind of original, that old school New York boom bap sound, you'd like uh, uh, Cool Keith. Uh, as we do, I love him, and uh, having a chance to hang out with him backstage, you know that was that was pretty surreal. How that, that was worked great. Out. I mean, yeah, you know, we went up there. It was you know the, the what was the name of the? Uh, we went U to Street. the U Street Music Hall on yeah. U Street in DC, and uh, yeah, it's kind of one of these places where you you get to the door, and as soon as the door opens, you go straight down a flight dark. of stairs. Dark, a little bit dungeon like, murky. Yeah. You see all the pipes in the ceiling, yeah. from a lot the, of black from paint. The businesses above, and I I like it there a lot. It's uh, I think it's owned by DJs, and it's um, uh, I saw Grandmaster Flash there a couple times. It's, it's a it's a good spot, and it's small. It's a you're right. There's the stage is just you know, it's a low stage, and there's no separation between the stage and the audience. Uh, yeah, that was a dope night because I mean I got off work. I worked that Sunday night. Got off work, uh, you know, got a heads up days before from someone uh on my social media feed gave me the tip that he was going to be in town so immediately you and i linked up and it just so happened that uh, you know it, it worked out with me because i worked pretty much every day and every weekend but i got off work and just just drove right into dc mm-hmm. you know and uh one thing led to another you were able to to uh you know put in some work and and do a really nice piece of art yeah that's the hard part it's like hearing about it kind of late i was like i, I gotta hustle i gotta carve out some time I, I was able to do it just in the nick of time and then having a show on a sunday is a little bit rough because you know it's not a weekend night you got to get up for work the next day um but that was also the beauty of this show is that we weren't standing there till midnight before the talent went on yeah he, he came on i think it was before nine o'clock and uh it was it was an early night for us uh, compared to some of the other marathons we've 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 been through. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to DJ Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. On the ones and twos. Yeah, and those those two. Uh, there was a there was three opening acts, and they were all really. They were good. all dope. I really liked them. Yeah. Yeah, they were all dope. Yeah. I like that. No, that's you know, and, and again, you know. How easy would it have been for you or I to say, you know what, I'm going to chill out this Sunday? Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm glad. No, I'm glad we're able to, you know, make a move and and be a part of of history, hip hop history, in in a lot of ways. Hey, that was a big name to check off the bucket list. Man, and cool. He's on Keith. the uh, Golden Era poster and um, signed it. He signed Black Elvis. Yeah. So he, that's another AKA. Yeah, no, he's 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 a man by many names, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, this was this was uh, you know one hell of a road trip, road road trip, and uh, I'm glad we were able to connect with so many people 
meet some new people, check in with some old friends, and um, you know, bring it to you on this this podcast. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to check in with you guys, make sure that we were able to. Hopefully, this thing's recording. I'm not sure if I got it set up right or not. It's um, always an issue with me. We'll see. Otherwise, it's just out into the ether. But uh, no, I'll, I'll even put it up if it's if it's a bad recording. You know me. I don't edit. So what's up? You got anything else you want to? No, I'm good. I mean, I'm just uh, I'm feeling really at peace right now, and I I um, I don't often have that feeling. So it's it's nice to. That was a lot come today. Back. We, yeah, we did a lot. We a did a lot. lot, and we saw a lot, and we we met a lot of people, and we talked to a lot of people, and we took a lot of pictures. And, and it, um, yeah, and it was like I said, I don't you know I don't want to repeat myself, but I mean it it was more than just going up like if we were going to a show. Oh yeah, this. this this is reaching out and actually standing up for what's right for the for the betterment of it's of, walking the of walk everyone. Yeah. yeah it's like saying look this is not okay tell me where i need to be and we all we all you know arrive uh, at this dot on a map it's like you know nicole and michelle coming from new jersey mike coming from boston you coming from virginia me coming from maryland it, it's it's important that people do have convictions and stand by their convictions and I think that's what this was about is that there are there should be some kind of common uh, common convictions yeah and yeah. It, it was really exciting to be in the center of all that and to feel it that's it yeah that's what's up uh, yeah I agree with you I agree with you 100% so, so give me a quick rundown how can people find you on, on social media find out about MCA day uh, uh, and Mike Kearney and, and, and the Beastie Boys. Do you got any uh, any ways for people to connect? Sure, sure. Uh, well, MCA Day is uh, Mike Kearney's uh, baby, and, and that's um, you can find that on Facebook at MCA Day and then on Twitter at MCA Day NYC. And uh, I think it's all caps, if that even matters. And then I'm AJ Katz Art, so A-J-K-A-T-Z-A-R-T. And that's my Twitter. That's my uh, that's my email um, at gmail.com. And then um, you know I'm I'm pretty easy to find. And then catsart.com is my website. So I'm I'm trying to do all kinds of things. I'm working on a blog lately. I'll blog about this trip. I'm I'm sure we'll include pictures and maybe a link to this podcast if it all works out. And um, I just got to get that that up and running in a way that people can find that easily also yeah and uh you know your boy you can just google me you know my name malcolm riddle this is american riddle and you know how we close it out you want to close this out andy Cats? oh man i've been waiting i've never had the opportunity to do it domino motherfucker Riddle.